Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That out of this shit show of a season of Below Deck, one bright spot would appear, Poodle. And that's Eddie with a beard. Oh my god. He always needs to keep that. Oh, what the fuck? I'm, and I'm going to go even further. Fraser looked hot. I don't know what I, happened. He did, did he, better makeup. He looked kind of like... He wasn't like blousey and prissy like he normally is he was kind of like hey bro hey bro oh, wow hey, bro. wow i'm not i'm really not attracted to that a little bit i am uh, yeah you are a little, little bit. bit you might want to process if he that. wore a backwards hat i'd be into him oh uh, you know ooh, why would you say that now i am too I kind of am into Eddie without a beard and with. I kind of want to like I'm clone him. I'm with a beard. Oh, I kind of want to clone him and like have Eddie with a beard top me and then Eddie without a beard just, uh, well, no, he would top me too. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, this is below deck. He'd, he'd be on deck. He'd be on deck. On dick. On, on dick. It's, dick. It's below dick. The below. final episode of this season we made it you slags i can't believe it, it. that Boy. yeah that that we made it you slags um, you slags you slags all right poodle overall thoughts on this reunion meh <laughs> it was kind of boring there was, there was no jake to make it spicy or fun well it was yeah. pretty joyless it was joyless, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, it was a, it really a lot of, I know we didn't a lot of drama, especially in this in the deck crew focused around leadership and Jake, and he wasn't here to right. talk about it. Yeah, it's just I don't know. There wasn't <clears throat> it. There a lot of times there are hookups to talk about. There wasn't any of that. No. There was the kiss between Jake and Fraser, and a little bit between Raina, but Raina's not talking about it. And, no, and, and Fraser isn't either. And, and Jake's not there, so it's. <clears throat> I'm so glad they did not decide to do this as a two-parter. That's what I was worried about. 
So uh, any y'all, any below deck reunion we can we can do in forty two minutes meant the season was a snooze. It's true, and the it's better, true. the less said, the better. The less said there. There wasn't even a lot of plot points, y'all. The way we're kind of we're kind of just gonna we're not gonna go through kind of all of this a play by play um, because some stuff was just honestly the same shit we've seen. So um, and clips, but we wanted to kind of go through and talk about moments that stood out for us. Boobies that were floating on the water. What? A buoy. Like little. Was that your tea bags? My buoy? I don't know. I don't know. Boo- I don't know a lot about sailing. I think so I, I don't su- know a lot of sailing terminology. I think I suggested buoys once instead of tea bags. She's like, no, we're keeping it tea bags. I don't remember that. <laughs> Not familiar. You're Never right, mind. though. We should keep it tea bags. Um, all right. Oh, God, I think you did. Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. I remember it very clearly. <laughs> now I don't like that idea. Let's use tea bags. See? Okay, you're right. Um, okay. Um, Poodle, what's your first thing you want to discuss? Um, I, besides that Fraser's hot, I completely forgot Jess was on this season. I did too. <laughs> and I'm not saying that to be shady. I compl- it, it, She left my head. She it, left my memory. She did, and it was kind of hard. Honestly, it was hard to recognize her and Raina because they both got their faces beat so. But y'all, some those bitches went to the mat counter before. Just got a blowout. Just got a blow. She looked good, but they they both looked nothing like this on the boat. And I just just was like, I don't know. I I and like Kaylee was there for like five minutes, and I'm like, good. We don't know you. Yes, you were here to be fun. We don't really know because these people are new. They don't bring a lot of these people are new except for Eddie. We don't have any old baggage to talk about. No, we don't. And because we had no real we had strong personalities, but we had no one This sounds bad, but there was no one really to love except for Rachel. Except for except for Rachel yeah. and and it's to compare it to another Bravo show we do like to compare it to um, uh, Summer House, but I was going to say Southern Charm. Even these characters have so much history that when they talk about something, right? It's it's there's there there's so much subtext to what they're saying, and this is just this is shallow. mostly new crew with the with a new chief stew who got mixed reviews from viewers at best. Let's be honest, yeah. Um, they seem to, I'm sure, I'm sure that Heather is probably good at her job. We've seen her do, and I think the crew likes her, um, the, well, with the exception of, uh, Jess and Raina, obviously. Raina. Um, but, and Captain Lee does, and I think she's filming currently, but I don't think, I don't think she makes good TV. I think it's very hard for viewers to connect with her. She doesn't show enough. When she does show vulnerability, it is kind of in a way that where she's breaking and almost barely holding on, so it's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it all feels, even though I don't, this may not be her intention. It all feels rehearsed. It feels. And, I was going to say, it feels yeah. like when she's vulnerable, it feels like it's only on her terms. But and I and the thing is, so I get that rehearsed thing you're saying. And I'm and I feel like I'm being judgmental because I don't think she really she it's not that she did badly on the reunion. She was pretty honest about what she thought. I think that's just her affect. 
Yeah, I think like, so too. Because they um, did talk about how she said, "I don't want to be, I don't want to be a kindergarten teacher. I don't want to be an encourager." She said, "I'm just not that way," and she's just kind of her. That's right. Her affect is very sometimes kind of flat. It's flat. And it's cold. cold and cold. and uh, and even more than that, I think it's 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 it. The only way I can talk about it is which Raina called her fake, and I don't. Think I I'm I, she I don't think be. but I don't think she's fake. I don't think she's fake. I think that's no. her. I think I, um, I think she's being very honest with. Uh, I think she's being very honest with Raina. But right. it, it feels. I but ironically, you have Raina who's emotional all over the place, and she's speaking out of one side of her mouth in the beginning of the tell-all, and then at the second half, she's speaking out of her other other side of her mouth, literally in the same forty-minute show. Yeah. And uh, you guys, she uh, she did do kind of a, her own tell all on a podcast on YouTube. Um, someone uh, someone kind of did the highlights. We we didn't watch, but someone said she she basically on this said the tell all was boring before this was after she filmed it. Um, uh, and she said now she was basically blaming Eddie and production. Um, uh, and so that was it. And that was, that was talked a little bit about, uh, on, she did talk about Eddie and this kind of went around the, the, the tell all got to that near the end, but it was kind of weird. She, she had decided that the enemy was not Heather by the end. Yeah, Um, it is. it, It It is funny. Yeah. It totally, even though she says she's fine with Heather, she doesn't like Heather. Right. So she doesn't want to. Um, that, that was, that was mine is I forgot that Jess was here. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about Jess because Jess says that she talked about, you know, Andy kind of asked her, you know, what was her experience? She said the whole experience of the camera crew gave her anxiety, which I get that. Um, and she said it was too much to handle. Um, and you know, Heather said, yeah, it was rough at first, but then you kind of get used to it. And then, but then Jess came for Heather and said, I think it was wrong of her to put pressure on me and bring me out of laundry and put me under stress. You don't do someone do that to someone. Obviously she's setting me up for failure. Yeah. That's a, I think that's an unfair, unfair I think thing that's to say. 100% not true. I do agree. Yeah. Cause she did say, first of all, you and I were like, this is a good way for Heather to show some leadership. Right. And also y'all, Jess fucking asked her like twice. She just remember y'all just started the season and said, I want to be in laundry. I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to do anything else. I just want to be in laundry. And right. then she, several weeks later, she's like, can I get out of laundry? Like I love laundry. And remember you guys, why, why would Heather want to have a failure at all? That's like the last thing she wants. Well, she wants Fraser, everything to go really well. Fraser said it correctly when he said that, that he said he couldn't disagree more. There's no way. I just think, and then, and Heather's right. Heather is right. This is season nine of this show. She knew what this fucking you know, show was about. Well, it's, she wasn't ready to be on TV. She Jess wasn't ready wasn't to be ready on to TV. And again, Heather did the same thing of she never voiced concern. I was team Heather on this conversation. I think Jess, me too. honestly, I'm just like, I feel like Jess wants to be a martyr. And she's just like, wah. I just was like, wah. I just think she just didn't want to be on TV. And I think she's just boring. I think you'll the more you watch these reunions, you will see people have very changed perspectives after they watch themselves. 
Mm-hmm. Because remember, these are not professional either actors or wannabes. No, 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 blah, no. Blah, yeah. blah. These are people who have decided they want to be on television. Mm-hmm. And watching themselves makes them have very, see things very differently. And this magical thinking, they've convinced themselves of things. Yeah. So you'll you'll see that on below deck reunions more than well you'll see that on housewives reunions because they're fucking crazy. They're crazy. But, um, but you'll see that because they filmed it and they're ready to talk about it all. And it's I, I do think Heath, yes I think Jess it felt like she came up with a narrative and she's gonna exactly she said I can make Heather look like the evil one and I'm sorry that just. Because it just totally undercuts her. If Jess, if it was all Heather's fault, when Andy said, Jess, what are you doing now? She could have said, oh, I'm a stew right now on a ship. And da, 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 da. instead, she's like, I totally got out of being a stew business. I'm doing something completely different and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I'm it, like, there you go. It I, And honestly, y'all, we all knew Jess wasn't long for the boat by episode two. If you've no. watched this show for a long time, you're like, When's she leaving? TikTok. Because TikTok. She, she didn't really like anybody. Even Wes, no. who wanted to bang her, no game Wes, even he really couldn't get her to open up. And we know no. they don't last very long on shows like this. No. So it's just, it. Jess, we hardly knew you. And we don't care to know the rest I of you. I don't need to know you. Yeah, we're um, fine. Good blowout, though. Good blowout. Good, good, blow, good blowout and and good journey. Good journey. Good journey. Good journey. Peace be your journey. Peace be your journey, Jess. Someone who said that? Oh, that was that was one of my neighbors who uh, um, remember that when someone parked in her space. <laughs> yes, you had le- put on the craziest crunchy neighbor. She she left the um she left it on someone's car when they had when they had parked in her space. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, this is this is my space. Don't ever park here again. Peace be your journey. Peace be your journey. <laughs> so y'all, every time you were like fucked, like tell someone to fuck off, get right in their face and say, Peace be your journey. Peace be your journey, bitch. Um, put that on March. Um, all right, Poodle. Um, hey. Raina's sober. What do you think about that? I'm saying good for her because Me it too. seems like it's making her. She said that she was. Uh, that I mean, did she listen to the show? Because we said several times she has a lot of childhood trauma. And when she said that on the thing, I went. Well, we, we said that Whoa. she has a lot of trauma that she hasn't processed. Definitely. We've that, said that several yeah. times. And when she said that almost verbatim on the show, I don't yeah. think she listened. And I and I will say that uh, someone like that who's dealing with trauma and you're you're running away from from it with alcohol and you know she didn't obviously drink on duty but when she would drink the worst of Raina was brought out often yeah very much and so. um, and it did feel like she was drinking to either forget or not feel yeah it's a lot like Kyle on Summer House mm-hmm. Boy, that's a that's a sad comparison, but you're but it's right, spot on. Sadly, um, so I'm glad she's. I, I best, wish I'm her the best of luck. I'm glad that. she's making changes, that, and I'm, that's that's what yeah, I'll say. I'm, I'm glad, glad she's that making Rachel, changes. Yes, I'm glad Rachel's had a great influence on her, and that that was great. I I 
I, I'm happy for her. And Rachel said, Rachel told her in the hotel after they were filming, this is the time you need to, to find your demons and to fix that shit. Because I think Rachel was trying to do her a solid by saying, if you want to be in this industry, you can't no no one, the volatility, which you show. And that's something that, that people say, "Mm, not sure. I want that on my boat. Yeah. Well, it's, but she's got a long, again, y'all, I started, I went, well, maybe she, I kind of thought maybe she was one of those people that watched this show and maybe me too. made a turn. And then y'all, spoiler alert, she's going to be shitty in the latter parts of the show. Um, I mean, she did bring up, we'll talk about it, but she did bring I, up some interesting points, but like. I'm really talking about her and Wes. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think there was more than just that, but we'll get to it. Um. I want to talk, talk about Rachel, and Rachel was one of the big. Uh, she kind of got a. I'm glad they. You want to ride in her bus so bad. I don't love you. Ra- Yo, Rachel got her bus. <laughs> I, I, I said it last season. Rachel's one of my favorite, uh, favorite chefs of all time. I do have a soft spot for Ben for chef for for Ben because even though he's dirty and gross, he I love his. I, no, oh, I'm I sorry. Love, we're not on video. I forgot. You want him to? I was making a bang, bang. No, symbol. I just, I, I love. He's just so British and and uh, and and just spiny with his insults. I've, I, I'll, I'll always love Ben. But like Rachel has the same. You guys, you you expect cuckoo crazy out of a chef. That's just what mm-hmm. you expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, but Rachel's brought this. She's brought crazy and fun. But she does stuff that's so – she does her job so well. And I'm glad she brought this up. And everyone else – and remember, we had this saying. I said this, and and I don't know what you said. But I think you you may have poo-pooed me. But I, she said, you know, shellfish and fish are completely different. And I said, yeah. And and you're like, well, it is kind of the same. No, I, I, I still – and I still disagree with that. I think it's I think it's a very culinary perspective to think that. I think – because what I was thinking of when I said that, if I think about people from like where I am right now in Oklahoma, shellfish and fish is this—it's all from the sea oh, to them. It's no, fish. but they're so different. I, I understand from a culinary perspective, and you are—you're not a chef, but you are a seasoned yeah, cook. Yeah, I just and even I think of it personally as different. But some of these people that are coming on these boats are not from Los Angeles or from Maine or places it, but- where there's seafood. If you're in the if you're from Dallas, Texas, shellfish and cod are this are both fish. Wow. I'm telling you. Anyway, I I I'm still I was still kind of surprised by by that because I I still think they're very different. But anyway, I get it. I like when Rachel's like, I'm not I'm not making raw lobster. Not making <laughs> raw lobster. And they talked about the jaw wired shut lady and the blended oysters, which was my puke moment of the season. Um, and uh, anyway, but I just think Rachel has, even though she, we saw the worst of Rachel when she had to deal with someone who wasn't upfront with her. Strangely enough, Rachel is fine if you give her just enough information. If you don't, if you give her too much, like Heather, she gets upset. And if you don't give her anything like Francesca last season, you will you will face her wrath, and you will mm-hmm. have to eat her cooter. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's not, mine. Not my liking. <laughs> um, all right, y'all. We're going to talk about the stew situation when we come back from this break. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers, I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans loved the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. 
And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. All right, we're back. Poodle got situated. Well, my cord is, is, is falling on my leg, and it tickles me, and I don't like it. Oh. Oh, and you and you haven't been feeling well, and so you haven't had a man's touch for a while, so it probably also makes you aroused. It's been a long time since I felt the touch of a man. <laughs> oh, the whiskey on his breath. As his, uh, as his firm, hard, coarse calluses rubbed across my milky thighs. And his wife calling his cell phone. Oh, his goddamn <laughs> wife. Um, okay. Let's I know her about, ring. Let's talk about <laughs> the stew situation. And um, meaning, Andy Cohen asked Captain Lee, if he said, you know, there was a lot of problems with the stew this season. And he said, you know, Captain Lee, I'm going to ask you, who do you blame? Who's the main kind of beginning of this problem? And Captain Lee says, very... Captain Lee, uh, get it? Uh, he says, who's to blame for the problem this season? He said, it's me. The blame lies with me. I'm the captain. It all falls on me. And it's. It, I laughed when I when he said this, Poodle, because I thought in my head, what would Captain Sandy say when Andy asked that, Poodle? Well, there are situations where it's, it's not about whose fault it is. <laughs> it's about... Learning from a situation. <laughs> and yes, maybe it was your fault. Maybe it was his fault. Maybe it was all of your faults. <laughs> the most important thing is that I stood here and watched all of you do it. <laughs> and I, was, I witnessed all of it. So I can be here to tell you how wrong you did it. <laughs> That's the most important thing. And you know, it's that's how we're going to become a ship shape ship. You know what ship shape is? That's how we actually, that's how a ship moves. Ship shape. Like things are in the shape of a ship. We get understand? It, yeah, we get it. We get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come yeah. see my sea, come see my sea word tour. See, so instead of C word, the C like yeah. like that show with Laura Lenny. Yeah, come see the C word. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's not what it is, but it's it's something like seaworthy or oh. it's something awful. It's something I forgot what it's or, called. Or, um, or lead or, her or, ship toward lead her lead ship. Her, God. Or C is for courage. C is for C. courage. <laughs> it's some shit like that. The oh. other C word. The other C <laughs> word. Um, God, I hate her. You know what? I want, after this season of Below Deck, give me another Captain Sandy season because at least I can fucking hate Watcher. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, so let's, they kind of talk about stuff in like Raina eye rolling and all this kind of, and, and Captain Lee's thoughts on how Eddie did and 
Um, although Captain Lee, he gave a long explanation, but he never he never answered the question if I would bring back Eddie as the first officer. No, he did not. I, I think he would, but he didn't answer that question. Um, I think, and this is just me thinking here. This may this may be completely off base, and I may be thinking way too much of Bravo, of what Bravo will do if they don't care. I think I don't know if Eddie has a future in from the way Eddie handled. He might be fruit of the poison tree. Uh, Where they feel like they need to take, you know. Well, we'll talk. We'll we'll talk. You're talking about the N words. So let's talk about that now. Um, Yeah. um, I don't know. Maybe they'll keep him. Maybe I. I just. I was kind of surprised he was back. uh, Frankly, because. His situation with Rocky and kind of gaslighting her, um, and he—he's—he's he's liked weirdly. He's liked by a good sixty percent of the below deck audience. I always forget why I should dislike him because he's a good time, fun guy, and then I'm reminded. And I'm like, oh right, he did that. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, I. Y'all, this kind of segment starts with Andy Cohen saying, God, uh, still, the wor- about- still the worst host. Fuck. Uh, I, he said, "Where? let's talk about Heather's use of the N-word. The N-word should not be said by white people ever anywhere. How brave. How I know, brave. I know. He's what like, is- let's all get something straight. Yeah. Thank, thank. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous that he has to say it, but then maybe I'm like, well, people still need to hear that. Well, but still, after them having, after Bravo being totally radio silent on all of this. Right. That's not, what, that's what I, that's why this not, feels like lip service. Y'all, I want you to think about, I want you to think about the way TLC handled the comments Alina made. And Alina didn't even say the N word on a 90 day fiance show. She just said I, it in her Instagram. <laughs> Or the way I that can't they, believe we're praising TLC, but yes. Or the way Bravo hound, ha, has handled Jenny on on Salt Wives, and now they made a statement about Jenny that she's no longer going to well, be on the show. And know that I will say not to not to put Andy not to pat Andy Cohen on the back. Andy Cohen is not a producer on Blow Deck. That's true. He, that's he true. is a producer on the Housewives franchise. He is a producer, so maybe that's. But I. Anyway, so they finally, whoa, made a stance. And so, um, and y'all, we kind of, we don't need to go into, I think what's more important, Heather, she's appalled. She apologizes again. We've heard this. Um, and and so we hear a little bit of Raina kind of talking about how, and I understand this, and I sympathize with Raina of this, she didn't want to bring this up and keep bringing the angry, angry black the woman. Angry black woman. Yeah. Or she said, I don't want people to say, oh, look, she's going ghetto. I get that. That's a reason. And I just, that is a reason yeah, why a lot a, of women don't speak up and say things. Yeah. Uh, black women. And so I, totally, I get that. I totally understood where she was coming from. Yeah. There. Yeah. And, and I know why she didn't want to be. I did have a problem when she's like, you know, I just wanted to be cordial. And I just wanted to keep going. That's what you weren't, though. But she wasn't, that's it, deal. That, like, I get it. You weren't cordial and you weren't, you didn't keep going. And it was in- affecting your job. Yeah. So, it was disrupting a work environment. And so I, you know, 
Then we find out this was one good thing about this reunion. Poodle and I always say a re- reunion should give closure to some things or it should shed light or new information that right. we didn't know. And new information is we didn't know that Eddie and Rain, because y'all, Poodle and I said this too on the show. Eddie totally shit the bed with the way he handled the Raina yep. thing. Totally and, shit the bed. And we found out there was some more stuff off camera that wasn't showed. And we yes. both kept saying, why does this feel like it has been discussed? She's like, I talked to you three times. I'm like, we saw it once. We saw and it, it once. it didn't seem like he knew even then what to do about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's, and, and then we saw a little bit, and then... So basically, he was talking to her. Uh, it, it wasn't a non. We had never seen this this scene where he was saying, "Well, don't." He's like, "I know." He's like, "But you've said things like the f word." He's meaning faggot, basically. Um, yeah. And she said, "We can say that, y'all. Y'all can't." <laughs> but she said, "No, I didn't say that." She said, "My sister is gay. I would never say that." And 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 Andy said we could not corroborate that with production, but. So we do. We did find it one time, and I was kind of like, it was all a little confusing. It, it wasn't clear, and then Raina kind of started going off and yelling. She's like, "He's trying to discredit me." And he's like, "No, Raina, I'm saying we didn't find it." And then they showed the clip, and it was y'all. Whether Raina said it or not, I felt like I want to know your take on it. But I felt like it was cringy. Like it was, even if she did say, if she did say the f word. Wrong place, wrong time. Right. This isn't about that. It's it's not fair to equate the two. It's not yeah. fair to equate any type of being offended by that word or the other or the N word. It's not fair to equate any of that. It's not fair to say, well, you did this, so it's okay that she did that. That's not it's not yeah. fair. And it's it's, it's not. not just. No. And I can but understand Eddie, Eddie fucked up big time. And I almost wish they would have shown that because that would have made this is a bit on editing of we felt like Raina, like what's going on with Raina that she can't get past this with Eddie. That would have brought a lot more context to me for that of seeing her frustration. Yeah. With that. And, and I, 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 we were talking about this before the show. Um, and Captain Lee said something like, um, I mean, Raina did say, You tried to ruin me. He did not try to ruin you. He's a clueless. Ma- white male privileged man who doesn't have any fucking idea of how to handle this. Right. That, that's not an excuse, but I, I don't be- think he actively tried to ruin her. Yeah. I don't think he tried to ruin her. Um, but I, uh, what captain Lee said, cause they, they asked him and he's like, well, Heather apologized. We referred it to production because this is the thing you guys, yes. Maritime law is important and you have to do all this. Production makes the calls. Well, yeah, production I want you to finish. Production decides what, what's to do. I want you to finish. We we took it we to production. We referred this to production, and production an in, said there was an investigation. There was an investigation, con- and then they concluded no further action is required. So production decided no further action was required, and it's kind of like you, we've we've been hard on the cast, and we've de- we've demanded answers from the cast. No one has demanded an, uh, an answer from production. Yes, and th- so exactly. It's, and, and I and I think Raina tried to, but she did it in a way of saying y'all didn't blob. She kind of accused production instead of saying why didn't you do this when either she someone had, she should have she she didn't do the mother poodle way of asking people. But wait a minute, and yeah. trying to get uh, t- uh, trying just get an explanation instead of accusing them. 
Um, and yeah. all this part, I'm watching this and I'm going, okay, Raina. Okay, Raina, I see you. I, I get- see. I completely, I completely kind of like, I understand why you were upset. I understand you-, you must have felt really gaslit. And yeah. I, by, and I, and I completely was there with her. And, and I was like, okay, you've got beautiful makeup. You're working on your demons. I yeah. see why Eddie was, sh- am I still going to start to like you, Raina? Like, am I going to start to think that you could be a fun person to hang out with? Am I? Oh, wait, let's talk about Wes and Raina. Now they do bring it up near the end. Um, and, uh, uh, they bring it up right near the very end of the show, and Wes says, um, "Did you uh, or uh, Andy says, what, did, you, did you guys discuss this? Where are you, Wes?'" And and he's like, "I'd love to discuss it fully one day." And they and I think Andy said, "Do you, would you want to apologize for that?" He said, um, "I get it all." It broke my heart when he said, "I get it all the time. I get it. I get I know, it." This you know. Was, and there were two things that there were two things Ugh. that really that really like hurt watching is Raina actually self soothing like moving back and forth mm-hmm. and everything she's going through probably probably really testing her sobriety yes. in, in this and like her physically she was hard to take and Wes saying I get this all the time it was so two different ex- very which is what she did. Raina did that on the boat. She kind yeah. of had those moments of like, yeah, it had like when she would, when Heather would apologize to her, you would kind of see her shrink her in herself right. and be like, I get it. And then for Raina to sit there and to not fucking apologize to him on yeah. air was, I, I think such a shitty, shitty thing to do. And I just, any any sympathy or likability I had for her was completely flushed down the fucking toilet. Yeah, because that that was that was that was a really besides the the initial inward moment. This was the second one. This was the second. And, and it goes back to what I say. Like y'all, you can have all the sympathy for world in the world for Raina because someone said the N word in her company. But at the end of the day, Rain is a shitty, selfish person. Yeah, and yeah, the, I, the, I, it just, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't see someone who's been disenfranchised, and I can't approve them disenfranchising someone else, right, right, uh, right right in front of them and even if she and Raina might say i'm Raina might say well i don't i'm not sorry i don't fucking give a care be an adult and say you're sorry to someone who's hurting that is of yeah. your own even if they're only half your race i just can't imagine calling someone saying some saying that to someone who is like if i said to like a let's say this is a bad phrase to describe it and not a good one. But if let's say a man was straight acting and I yelled at him and said, you're not even gay. You don't even act gay. You don't even, you act like a straight man. Like, and then I have a chance. Like I know, I know what being discriminated against feels like. Raina yeah. knows she just was. I just, ugh. I think, I think, I think her poor therapist has a lot to I deal think, with. I think she probably never, forgave him for not for, for never gave forgave Wes for not taking up for her. 
and I feel like she's not then, ready to... Then say that. Then say, I yep. shouldn't have said that to you. That was a shitty thing. That I was hurting because I wanted you to take up for me, but that's right. not really the truth. I should have... That's all we would have needed to hear. I and agree. Then, then we could have had a conversation of, should Wes have taken up for her, and what was that like for her to be on her loan? And I would feel sympathy for her again. Right. I agree. I never want to see her again on my TV. And then my favorite part of this of this uh, reunion was when Andy went, well, I guess that's it for now. And I went, it just kind of ended. the worst transitions in the world. It does. Well, we had a great season. We had a great captain. No, you didn't, you piece of shit. No, you didn't. Captain Lee gives a gold star for what? Yeah, he gives a gold star for Wes (laughs) on the crew, which I agree with. And Fraser is now a chief stew. Yeah. What did did when he explained why he gave the gold star for Wes? I didn't follow. He said because he he actually said because Wes kept his head down, he accepted his mistakes and he learned and he corrected his mistakes and he actually kind of just was a good team player. That's basically what I got from it. I I guess, but we didn't see any of that because no. all the the really, the no. other drama that was happening. Yes. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm saying we didn't see any of that. No, we didn't. We saw Wes. There was some stuff blew away, but that was that was like after about episode five or six, we kind of forgot about that. Yeah. And Wes has been just kind of like he did keep his head down. I guess who else can you give it to? Um, because obviously not Eddie, and obviously not Raina. No. So Jake's not there. <laughs> You're not going to give it to Heather, the person who said the N-word. No. Jess is so, yeah, that's true. So, no, I just, I, I, I don't doubt that that happened. I'm saying we did not see that in footage. We didn't see it. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> I don't care anymore. We're done, y'all. We're done. Selling y'all, selling y'all better bring it. February 21st, y'all, this show... Uh, I've, I've only watched, I never watched season one because I actually started watching season one and it was a snooze. And so I stopped, but everyone says sailing yacht season two was unbelievable. I've watched a couple episodes and they're right. So I'm very excited to see Captain Glenn and Daisy and some of the other hot guys. I'm excited too, y'all. So we'll be doing that in the meantime, y'all this weekend, uh, Love is Blind is dropping just in time for Valentine's Day on Netflix. And a lot of you, if you don't remember Love is Blind, it was a couple years ago, but it, it blew up on Netflix. It blew up for us too. A lot of people found us through Love is Blind. Love so, is Blind. Love is Blind. We're going to be putting two episodes up on the free feed, and that's a Patreon show, so our Supercast show. So that's going to go on the $5 tier. I think it's like normally 12 or 13 episodes, something like that, or 10. I think it's 10, with maybe, it's 10. An, maybe an 11 with the reunion. reunion. But they do the reunion later. So, But we will be doing Love is Blind. We're super excited about that. Um, uh, sailing Yacht. And then there was something. Oh, our crossover. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? What? Oh, we're doing, um, we're doing for our Patreon, for our $5 Patreon, we do a Buy Curious every month. And however, for this month, for, or for the previous month of January, we're going to do a crossover by Curious with the podcast Surviving Sister Wives on Sister Wives. On, now, y'all the, have begged us to do They're this. the experts. 
we did not just want to watch 16 seasons of shows. No. Um, but we're going to watch like the one episode and maybe a little bit of the tell-all, and we're going to say how our predictions, that's Corey and Carly from Surviving Sister Wives. And we're going to, we're going to we actually be dropping, we'll be dropping our part on our free feed, and they will do the second half on their feed. For the Patreon, it'll all be in one place, though. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, hey, everybody, go to our Linktree link. Come see us in Los Angeles at the Regent Theater on February 27th. That's coming up. Get your tickets we have, now. We have a I'm – not, I'm not going to announce it today because I'm going to announce it on Wednesday. Well, this is maybe, – maybe it's already been announced. It's already been uh, announced, so I can say it. Maybe I can. Uh, well, this show will go – no, yeah, this will go up on Wednesday. You okay. can announce it. This is going to be announced, y'all. We have a special guest for our show in, in L.A. at the region. We have Katie and Kimberly from Date with Dateline, and they'll be talking. Uh, we're so excited. It's the first time they've ever done like a live show. And yes. I asked them, and they said yes. So I'm very excited. Uh, we're very excited. And they're going to talk about 90 Day. We're talking about Love After Locked Up because they do that for their Patreon. And we're going to talk about talk, maybe talking a little bit about Dateline, some crazy shit. That they that they want to talk about. They want to talk about. So so talk about, I love it. talk about talk about talk about. All right, everybody. Thank so you. Many for, things. Thank you for uh thank you for not jumping ship with us on this season of Blow Deck. Boy. Boy. I promise it gets better. We're, it better. We're, 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 it we'll, better. Well, this was such a bad season for you I'm to like you join sailing this yacht. I'm giving you sailing yacht. And if it sucks, I'm jumping ship. Mm. All right, everybody. Um, I wouldn't blame you. All right, everybody, we appreciate you so much. Go to our website, Reality Guys, and our Instagram, and the Linktree link to buy tickets. And until next season, y'all, all we have to say is Anchors, Anchors again! Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.